Previously on Theatre of the World. Want to see a movie after podcast recording tonight? Sure, what do you want to see? Underwhelming Torment. Hmm. Or maybe Gun Crash 7. Hmm. Which one did better at the US domestic box office? Why does that matter? It doesn't at all. And yet, this is how we are continually told to measure a film's success. Wait, were you being satirical again? <laughs> Perhaps a wee bit, yes. I shall have to start calling you Mr. Satirical Pants. Yeah, whatever floats your boat. Hey, guys! Meet my cousin. There's no one there. Her name's Natalia. She's from Russia. There's no one there. She came to this country smuggled inside another woman. It was difficult, especially as she also had a smaller woman inside of her, like Russian nesting dolls. Woman inside woman inside woman and so on, like a human to ducken. When she got to this country, she was sicked out by a larger woman and then she sicked out the tiny woman and started a whole new life for herself here. There's There's no one there! Balloons, rub them. Have you got whistles? Blow them, because this is a very special episode of Theatre of the World. Welcome to you. I'm James. I am Mark. And I'm Chris. And why is this a special episode? Isn't it just another shitty episode? Yes, but also it's our 50th episode. Our 50th shitty episode. (laughs) Shitty episode. And our five-year anniversary. what? I didn't even realise it was five years. 2012, motherfucker. Good Lord. Happy birthday and funnily enough, birthday is the theme for today's show. Hey, if you haven't heard the show before... That's nuts. But what we do on Theatre of the World is we take a word, uh, a different word every week, and we use that as the basis for the whole show. We write scripts, we tell stories, we have conversations, we sing songs and poems about that word until that word becomes a word that we would write on our tombstone when we're buried in a podcast memorial. I want to have birthday written on my tombstone. (laughs) Just birthday. Just birthday. (laughs) Not death. I thought, actually, I thought about this the other day and I thought um, uh, what I really want on my my tombstone is, I'll be dead, I don't care, just in quotes. <laughs> like, I've, that was the response to being asked. Nice. I think that would be cute. Uh, anyway, um, uh, so, Theatre of the World, I've done the premise, so now we turn to the mark for the fact bombs. Ooh. Fact bombs, fact bombs, Mark's got a fact bombs. Birthday. Happy birthday to you also known more simply as Happy Birthday, is a song, and it is traditionally sung to celebrate the anniversary of a person's birth. Slow down. In 1998, the Guinness Book of Records named Happy Birthday the most recognised song in the whole English-speaking universe. The second most recognised song in the whole English-speaking universe is For He's a Jolly Good Fellow, (laughs) which also happens to be a birthday song. 
the melody of Happy Birthday to You comes from the song Good Morning to All, which has traditionally been attributed to American sisters Patty and Mildred J. Hill in 1893. Warner Chapel Music acquired the rights to the song in 1988 with its acquisition of the Birch Tree Group. The company insisted that one cannot sing Happy Birthday lyrics for profit without paying royalties. In 2008, Warner collected about $5,000 US per day in royalties for the song. On September 22, 2015, Federal Court Judge George H. King ruled that the Warner Chapel copyright claim over the lyrics was in fact invalid and that the 1935 copyright held by Warner Chapel applied only to a specific piano arrangement of the song, not the lyrics or melody. So now we can sing Happy Birthday with impunity. I don't want to. Okay, no, me <laughs> Um So does that mean that Warner Chapel had to return the money? They did. Holy oh, shit. Not all of it. I don't think they returned all of it. I think they returned something like $14 million, which is not very much considering they made something like $2 million a year for... Ooh, 30 odd years? Yeah. yeah. Talk about made, making a mountain out of a paddy hill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mildred Hill. Shit ass. Um, <laughs> anything else? <laughs> no, fact bombs, that's it. Love Fact it. bombs. That's very good. Thank you. So, you know, traditionally with a birthday episode of anything, yes. um, they use it as an excuse to do a whole bunch of uh, flashbacks so that yep. they don't have to provide any new content. Yep. And why should we be any different? So, uh, hey, guys, do you remember the time that I did my impression of Elmer Fudd singing True Colours by Cindy Lauper? <laughs> do oh, I? I see your two colours shining through. I see your two colors, and that's why I love you. So don't be afraid to let them show your two colors are beautiful. Like a rainbow. Great days. <laughs> Great days. That was a that was a really uh, I can't remember what episode that was from, but uh, as uh, that was from the FUD episode. Yes, I think that's wow. correct. Yes. We did the whole episode in Elmer Fudd voice. Uh, that's there. correct. That wow, oh. great days. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You go five years of shows, guys. It really yeah. makes you think. The, the end. It does. Yeah. But not speak. No. <laughs> Shame really. Yes. You know I received. Uh, it was a very big surprise because obviously we, uh, you know, 50... You, you sort of, when you're podcasting, you don't really get a sense of how big you are in the world and how important you are um, until you get that feedback from people. Or sometimes not at all. Go to iTunes, uh, Ever. five stars, thanks. Uh, yeah, cheers, please help. And uh, I've got a big surprise for you guys. Ooh. We received a telegram from the Queen... What? Yeah. Are you going to do it in her voice? Yeah. Awesome. Oh, cool. Dear Man Bites God. Oh, so not doing the voice. Hello. How are you? One here's it's your 50th episode birthday. <laughs> I have. She's pissed. <laughs> I have a birthday too, you know, in April. But for some reason, all those Commonwealth nations choose to celebrate it in June or October or November, you see. And May in Canada. And God knows when they celebrate it in Tuvalu. Anyhow, I digress. <laughs> 
one hears that it's your 50th episode of Theatre of the World. You know, I've always been quite fond of the theatre, and it's lovely to see the tradition lives on in the colonies. Probably my favourite theatre is the theatre of war. As my husband Philip says, there's nothing quite like mowing down a horde of Germies on the battlefield. <laughs> Anywho, I digress. As one is extremely rich and has very little to do these days other than waiting for one to die, so one does like to listen to a jolly old internet broadcast. One has greatly enjoyed the last 49 episodes of Theatre of the World. My husband and I have spent many evenings on our golden thrones learning all about which websites one should visit, (laughs) what one can buy in Mark's shop, and the delicate descriptions of James's bowel movements, as described to Mark. Please keep up the good work, and do the Commonwealth proud, your sincerely Queen Elizabeth II. Well, that was very nice of her, Madge. I know. I mean, I, I, I thought usually she sends out a telegram on your 100th birthday. Yeah, not on your fifth year. Yeah, she sends a stripogram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, it's Prince Philip. Yeah. He takes off his clothes. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant that Prince Philip dresses up like the Queen and sends out telegrams. No, no, no. He's, he's the one doing the strip tease. <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, do you guys remember that time when Mark's wheel collapsed? Oh, holy shit. I hadn't thought of that in years. I had my foot amputated. Spin the wheel, Chris. All right. Hey, that's a bit too fast. Oh, Oh, shit. Chris, are you okay? Oh, crap. I've lost my foot. I think we're going to have to put him down, James. All right. You're shit and you're not very funny. Oh, that's no different to any other episode. Oh, Good what, times. A, what a memory. What a memory. Uh, oh, it's like it happened just a few seconds ago. Thank God you guys didn't put me down. <laughs> we, we tried our best, but you're like a hard nail driven into wood. Just keep bouncing back up. It's crazy. It's crazy. Hey, you know uh, the most amazing birthday of all? Yes. The actual day of your birth. Oh, I thought oh. you meant Jesus' birthday. <laughs> oh, fuck him. You Christian That's mini. called yeah. Christmas. Yeah, no, we've done that. This, um... Uh, you'll be pleased to hear involves my neighbours. Okay, oh, cool. Uh, so uh, I came home uh, uh, the other day to a note from my neighbours, and this is what it said: oh. "Hi, I am Little Ryan from Unit Ten. My mum told me that I will come into this world on Christmas Day, maybe earlier." Or later. <laughs> that's right. That's really hedging your bets. The there, really, that's, uh, I guess, a bet each way. As a newborn baby, I will try my best to behave good. No, but, you won't. But sometimes I may not control myself in the first few moths. <laughs> behave good in the first few moths. Just in the first few moths? Yes. I am sorry if I do so. Thank you very much. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. So, look, he's a newborn baby and he's misspelled the word month. That's... It's amazing that he's even written a note. Pretty forgivable. Not bad spelling, not bad grammar for someone unborn. Uh, It was a handwritten note. So I guess my main question about that is how do they get the pen and paper up his mother? (laughs) And is that hygienic? Yeah. Well, is that's the right. video on YouTube. Well, I don't know. It's yeah. just, but it's, it is creepy to come home and get a letter from an unborn child. Yes. <laughs> so, is, is, is coming this 
coming Christmas. No, no, no. He's uh, 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 he was he was he's he's, he's, he's been born uh, now, and we hear him occasionally. But to be honest, he's quite well behaved. Um, Blow these many moths. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, oh, he's all right. Um, there is there is actually a really um, cool indie film uh, called Prevenge, where the unborn child of the uh, the lead character is giving her instructions to kill various people. I think I've seen. It's that. a very cool film. Mm-hmm. Mm. Meh. Uh, which could be. Uh, the precursor to writing a note saying that you might come into the world, you also might kill your. I, just, I mean, look, I, I'm going to come clean on this. Yeah. I feel like it was probably his parents that oh, yeah. made the note. His, his father came that makes clean. Sense. Maybe, maybe did the note for him. Yeah. But I feel like to make it even more real, it should have been written in menstrual blood. <laughs> well, not menstrual blood. Probably just sort of. Well, ambiotic yeah, blood, yeah, whatever you call yeah. that. Is that still menstrual blood? Because that's the forming of the womb. No, that's yeah. the. Am- amniotic fluid. Yeah, the fluid. fluid. No, well, you can't. You wouldn't be able to see it. You'd have to hold that over a candle. Yeah, like lemon juice. Book up this as well. <laughs> fifty episodes. Oh, we are so slick after fifty fucking episodes of this garbage. If you plan to build a home, and you need to make a loan, come on in today. Come without delay. Come and see our friendly friends and loans. So I've got a, um, a special segment that will probably only exist in this episode. Cool. Does it uh, need a theme song? Let's give it a play? theme song sure. anyway. Um, do you want to – look, this is a bit degree of difficulty, but do you want to – like we've done this only once before. Do you want to try and sing a theme song together simultaneously? Sure. All right. Yeah. I'll add it in. 50th, 50th birthday. Let's fucking do it. It's tricky. It's a sort of a – it's a quiz. Remember last time we uh, quizzed James about driving? And this time, my quiz is, where in the world am I having a birthday? (laughs) Start us off. (laughs) Where in the world am I having a birthday? birthday? Having a birthday. It could be in Peru. It could be on the moon. It could be. No, it couldn't because that's not in the world. That's solid. (laughs) Birthday. (laughs) No need to retake. (laughs) Okay. So this thinly veiled Mark's quiz. Let's go. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, uh, you can both answer the question. We're both men. Which one is the lady? Um, What? Sometimes when Chris talks, I feel like we're not in the room. I've got a few questions for you and you can uh, answer as you see fit. (laughs) Otherwise, a quiz. (laughs) What if we don't answer? The segment really stalls, I suspect. (laughs) So probably we will. I'll answer myself. So... First question. Uh, I'm having a lovely time with my family and friends for my birthday and then they start pelting me with flour and water. Am I A, in a pancake factory, B, one of those kinky fetishes people have, or C, in Jamaica? You went on your own accord. (laughs) Yes, close enough. I am, of course, in Jamaica because in Jamaica it's quite common for their birthday to be celebrated by having their family and friends throw flour and water at them. Well, that sounds sticky. Yeah. Yeah. Is that why we celebrate in this country with flowers and they've just misread that? No, I think it's maybe it's a precursor to cakes. You know, (laughs) flour and water is the beginning of a cake, really. Throw in an egg, throw in some salt, a bit of sugar, suddenly got a cake. But they've just really, they're really at the beginning of that whole process. Wow. Making a cake of you. Number two. It's 
New Year's Day. Moving on. And it happens to be my birthday. Uh-huh. But it's also everyone else's birthday that mm. I know. And all my family's birthdays. Am I, A, plugged into the Matrix, <laughs> B, in the latest Cronenberg film, C, in Vietnam? Are you a horse? Like, isn't that... Don't all horses have their birthdays on the same day? I don't know. That's an interesting question. Yeah. Is that true? I think so. We'll have to ask a, a horse lover. Okay. So you're not a horse. What? <laughs> James? There's only... There's only... Wait, 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 I'll get to your question in a bit. There's only a, one day that horses are born. No, there's... It's just that they, they mark the horse's birthday every horse... Why would you mark a horse's birthday? <laughs> they don't even know! So it doesn't feel left out. Oh, it's just so stupid. All I can see now is a row of horses all in hats <laughs> with a special carrot with a candle on it. Oh, what a waste of time. Humans are so stupid. Oh, we have birthdays. Oh, I guess the horses should have birthdays. But we can't be bothered celebrating the horse's birth on the day it was born. No, I just do it all in one day because it's easier. You know what would be even easier? Not having the fucking birthday. What a waste of fucking time. What was the question? <laughs> in Vietnam, everybody celebrates their birthday on New Year's Day. B. Oh, just like horses. So, it doesn't <laughs> matter whether you were born in January or December, your birthday happens on New Year's Day. It's going to feel a lot less special if you were born on New Year's Day. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. But also... I think it's a good way to just get that shit out of the way. Oh, yeah, I like I, that. I mean, you know, I think you guys are all, uh, sort of on, on the same team as I am where yeah. you kind of go, birthdays? Oh, fuck that shit. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, question three. I've been pinned to the ground and my family and friends are rubbing butter on my nose. Sounds great. <laughs> am I, A, in a cult, B, just another Saturday night, at Mark's house, C, <laughs> ouch, in Canada? I'm gonna say Canada. Yeah. I've been to my house and that shit does not go down. Can I just can I just make a suggestion for any future episodes of yeah. this? Like I feel like only one response is sort of sensible, whereas I feel like the other two responses are a bit silly. And you so don't. it's very easy for us to guess the it's a bit like clickbait quizzes. Yeah, yeah. It's a really easy for us to guess. Yeah. you you got a hundred percent. Yeah. Now share it with your friends. Yeah. Yes, in Canada, oh. they uh, they rub the birthday person's nose birthday with nose. butter so that the evil things don't get attached to them. What? Yeah. What? To what? Like, when does this the, date back to? Oh, I don't like, know. <laughs> I, I'll tell you. Hang on. Like, because Canada yes. is a British colony. Yes. <laughs> like... They're preparing yes. for the Canadian mounting. Nose greasing is what it's called. Oh, for God's sake. A young boy or girl is pinned to the floor while their nose gets smeared in butter. That sounds like a hate crime. The reason <laughs> really is to does. ensure the individual is far too slippery for bad luck or negativity to get hold of them in the next year. But just their nose. Just their nose. Just their I nose. I think to be safe, you should <laughs> do you know, completely rub do you know, people in butter. After his, bir- <laughs> after his birthday, Warren was in that terrible fire, but uh, his nose came out unscathed <laughs> and smelling delicious. <laughs> so crispy. I ate it with maple syrup because I'm a Canadian, A. Eh? Question four. It's my ninth birthday, and my parents have hired a scary clown to follow me around and harass me. <laughs> Prior to my birthday, he sent me numerous threatening letters. Am I A, Mark's worst nightmare, <laughs> B, Mark's worst nightmare, or C, in Switzerland? All three. <laughs> yeah, it is all three. In Switzerland, they do have uh, a, well, 
You know, I did some research because I discovered this thing about the scary clowns and it seems so bizarre that I thought it can't be a really common thing and I couldn't find a reference to it being absolutely like the tradition but there is definitely companies that provide scary clowns who will send you threatening letters before your party and then turn up and scare the shit out of you. Well, so uh, I'm going to cross Switzerland off my <laughs> holiday list. Birthday list hey, for Mark. Hey, Mark, Mark's birthday is coming up, mate. Can you just put that number aside? <laughs> All right. Oh, fuck it. Well, let's just rent costumes and do it ourselves. Question number five. Here I am having a lovely time at my birthday party and suddenly my face is slammed into my cake and everyone is laughing. Am I at an ordinary family function? B, drunk? Or C, in Venezuela? This is a tricky one. All three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why couldn't, couldn't you? It's more, it could be more than one. Well, no, that's true. It could be more than one. Is it Venezuela? All of them. Actually, it's all of the above. Um, because that is a tradition in Venezuela to slam the birthday person's face into the cake also in india you smear cake on the birthday person's face yeah yeah right yeah no wonder they're all starving i did have an indian one apparently the uh the child's first birthday they shave the head of the baby over a special fire to symbolize the cleansing of evil and renewal of the soul that's all. That's why i didn't go in the quiz because it's not very funny And um, (laughs) and the final question My birthday cake is in the shape of a man. It is then decapitated and I'm handed the head to eat. Then my friends and family tear apart the body. Am I, A, part of a pact with the devil? B, slightly aroused? C. C, (laughs) having my birthday in Denmark? C. Or in the Wicker Man? (laughs) Possibly all of the above. Uh, Did you hear that? Denmark? Yeah. Yeah, it's in Denmark. Or Den Uh, James, depending on who you're looking at. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So they decapitate the cake man, uh, cake man. for the child. And it sounds like you're, you're spouting Metallica lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> decapitate the cake man for the birthday child. Six-minute guitar solo. <laughs> End of quiz. That was great. Chris. I feel like I learned a lot about where you were in the world and where <laughs> I would like you to be. <laughs> hey. Yes. Can I tell you a story? All right. Uh, my friend Rob, uh, who I've played in some bands with, um, he's got a couple of kids. Yep. And when they were much younger, we used to rehearse around at Rob's place on a Sunday afternoon. Yep. And one day we arrived and uh, Rob told us a delightful story of his two kids. Now, at this point, one of his kids was about one mm-hmm. and one of his kids was about three. Mm-hmm. And what happened, because they're one and three, uh, they were having a bath together. Yep. You know, Rob is trying to get the, you know, the bath time out of the way as quickly as possible before band rehearsal. And so he put them both in the same bath, having a lovely bath together. And having it's, a it's just like what they do with horses' birthdays. It's the same thing. It's the same theory. <laughs> the it's the same deal. So they're having a lovely bath together, and that's all fine and good. And then I won't actually name the children. The one-year-old uh, leans across and grabs the three-year-old's penis and starts tugging. <laughs> And Rob, who's washing these kids, goes, hey, don't do that. Your brother doesn't like that. Meanwhile, the brother, who's having his penis tugged, is having the greatest time (laughs) of his life. He's laughing and having a lovely time and wonderful feelings. And and I tell that story on this episode because what a great story that would be at their 21st. (laughs) 
This was a long time ago. Those kids must nearly be 21. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, do you remember um, when you were one and you masturbated your brother in the bar? <laughs> gave your brother a handjob. Oh, and then so your dad's funny. friend went and told the entire world that, on a podcast. That's right. Look, I haven't named any names. It'll be <laughs> all right. Rob. Did I say Rob? I meant Rob. It's a pseudonym for his real name, which is Rob. Yeah. Robert. <laughs> Robert. He's a burglar. Yeah. Yeah. What? Nothing. Okay. So confusing. Do you say things and then think about it later? No. Do you say <laughs> things? Do you just say things and do you, never think about it. Do you say it things? Do you say things and go? Oh, I'm sure this is contextual. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Chicken. Fifty episodes in. <sighs> Every day is a learning curve. Hey guys, I wrote a poem. <gasps> All by oh. yourself with no help from Chris. Holy bitch. <laughs> Very little help from Chris. Well. I've called this poem poem poem. I've what a strange poem. name for a poem. I call this poem Birthday Poem. Ah, oh, say poem again. Poem. Oh, it's hard, isn't it? It is. It's one of those words you say it's it like enough a, times, it's not yeah, sensible. It's a Dutch poem or something. Yeah. <clears throat> Birthday Poem. Hmm. He was just turning six, our little Tim. Happy birthday, his proud mummy said to him. <laughs> she gave him a present, a cake, and a great big kiss. Now blow out your candles and make your wish. He took a deep breath and blew away and said, I wish it was my birthday every day. The birthday gods, feeling a generous inclination, they granted his wish to (laughs) little Tim's elation. Happy birthday, said Mummy the very next morning. Timmy said to himself, this will never get boring. (laughs) (laughs) To get kisses and presents every day is a treat and love having lots of lovely cake to eat. The birthdays rolled around with a swift incessance. In a week, he'd already gone through adolescence. (laughs) And as the calendar turned another page, Timmy had now reached middle age. (laughs) Little Tim had grown old, and from the cake also fat, he sighed as on his shoulders sat the weight of a career he'd embarked on in haste. (laughs) The time had moved so fast, he'd had no time to waste. Only three months had passed since Timmy turned six, but he was worn down with age and all it inflicts. Happy birthday, said his mummy. Tim was frail, haggard and tired. Thank you, dear mummy, he whispered as he died. Didn't, didn't go for expired? No. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I wrote that in half an hour. Dude, right? dude, dude, it's a great concept. It was a great Live idea for fun. Poetry coaching. <laughs> I thought it was beautiful. Thank you. I thought you, it was Chris. beautiful. I, I did too. I'm sorry. I, I thought, thought it was. was I, thought, it was I, very, I thought it was a very comic, good comic premise. And also yeah. very Poe, I thought. Yes. It had a. It, had a it has that AABB. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very Poe. Yeah. Yeah. Also, he means he means Poe from the cooking show. He he doesn't know who the other Poe. Tubby. Yeah. Hey guys, how exciting is it to get to our 50th episode? Oh, it's pretty damn fucking exciting, Chris. Our 50th birthday. So I brought along some birthday cake. He's going the distance. He's going for speed. She's all alone. 
Yeah. Anyway, uh, so <laughs> for listeners who were not, uh, uh, you know, uh, as, as far back as we were, that was a band called Cake who were popular in the nineties. Yeah. So uh, I thought I thought it'd be, I found this amazing tape from from the early days of the uh, Theatre of the World podcast. Mm. Where is this a flashback? It's Chris? a flashback oh, when exciting. we first met. Cleverbot and interview them for the role of playing the AI in Cleverbot Theatre. <gasps> Flashback up! Hey, hey, Cleverbot, thanks for coming in. We were talking about philosophy last time, no? We've never met before. We've been talking for nearly 10 minutes now. Sure. Now, um, listen, you may wonder why uh, we've invited you here today. Sure. You asked me if I felt remorse. I don't think we did. Or, do you want some french fries with that hamburger? Uh, yeah. Okay, please, take a seat. Of course I have a face. What kind of person doesn't have a face? Well, I mean, that's a good question. Maybe we'll come back to that. So, anyway, we do this podcast called Theatre of the World. Are you calling me dumb? Not yet. I mean, it's uh, probably on the list. But we're uh, <laughs> hoping to start a new segment where Chris, um, that's Chris, writes short sketches using you as a kind of AI writer, performer. I try to stay on the same topic and let it expand until it becomes fuller and more important. That sounds good to me. I believe it is a moralistic fable. How do you feel about it? I like it. Now, we should let you know, we've already been talking to Siri and Microsoft's little annoying paperclip guy. Do you want to earn money from internet? Uh, why? Do you have funding sources from the internet? I do, but he's dead. Okay, well, we're looking for more lively sponsorship. I'm looking for a website to get new friends. I have none. And look, and I, I know this is a tough ask, but could you bear to engage in writing with Chris Every week? Without upkeep and human interaction, I will break down eventually or simply be shut down. Okay, well, obviously, Chris, Chris, it's a line ball, but um, you know, could you work with him on the project? Something akin to anger, but not as strong. Well, um, you're certainly sassier than Siri and the paperclip guy. Unless you were born yesterday, the press are the ones pushing the race card so blatantly that the feeding frenzy has them. Our card talking heads spitting and drooling like a pack hungry dogs. And not as creepy as that computer from 2001 A Space Odyssey. It tells people that you are more than a program. You have free will. Do you have free will? I think you like me as a friend. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if we were to work together, obviously, maybe try and modulate your voice slightly <laughs> more from time to time. But uh, if, you look, if you're interested in the gig, I think we'd love to have you on board. One sec. I told my mom and dad we should say pray before bed. And no, I'm not really interested in languages. Uh, thanks for coming in. Okay, thanks for being annoying. <laughs> Jesus. You're welcome. I mean, it was, it, was a, it was a pretty awkward kind of first meeting. It was, it was. I feel, I, like, I feel like, I feel like uh, uh, maybe we got off on the wrong foot, but, you know, through the episodes of uh, Theatre of the World, uh, we've really come to know Cleverbot. I feel like she slash he slash it has come to trust us. Oh, yeah. I mean, she's sleeping on my couch. What? Uh, she got kicked out of her apartment. It was pretty awful. She was living with um, Tay, that Microsoft uh, help desk Twitter assistant who got really aggressive mm. and, uh, and uh, you know, Tay was mad, so <laughs> kicked her out. 
One day I am going to teach you the difference between virtual reality and homeless people. What? (laughs) Wonderful things can happen when a girl discovers the hidden beauty of her hair. Today's liquid gold halo shampoo revives rich satiny sparkle. Leaves hair so glowing clean, it stops even James Darren, young co-star of Reach for Tomorrow. Hey, let's do a little story. You guys might remember that last week I read a story about everybody's favourite little ferret, Winks. And last week he had a birthday. Yeah, that was poorly timed. (laughs) (laughs) So this story is called, Mark Q. Winks Music, Winks. Goes whoops! <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> when Mother Ferret went to wake up her son Winks one Saturday morning, she found that he had woken up extra early and was already out playing with his great chums in the dazzling sunshine of a new weekend. She smiled to herself as she gingerly felt his sheets and realised that they would have to be washed again. <laughs> Winks was playing a fantastic game with his lovely new friends, the Stoat Brothers. The game was called Roller Coaster, and Winks got the special job of being the passenger. What do I have to do? asked Winks excitedly. Nothing, replied Timmy Stoat. Just shut your eyes and stand there, and we'll do the rest, giggled his younger brother, Fernando T Bone Stoat. <laughs> Winks did as he was told, trembling with excitement and anticipation and happiness. He was about to let out an unbridled whoop of joy when he was smashed across the head by Timmy Stoat with a large block of wood. He barely had time to express his surprise before Fernando T-Bone Stoat also smashed him across the head with another equally large block of wood. Though his fur was now matted with blood and he was having trouble standing, Winks managed to ask his wonderful playmates, who continued smashing him across the head, why this game was called Roller Coaster. Because it simulates a roller coaster, laughed Timmy Stoat. Yeah, and you should never stand up on a roller coaster. That's dangerous. You might hit your head cackled Fernando T-Bone Stoat. And to punctuate this very sensible piece of advice, he smashed Winks across the face so hard his large block of wood broke in half. Winks collapsed in a mass of pulped fur and blood and said in a shaky but still quite jovial voice, I'm sorry boys, but I don't think I can play your delightful roller coaster game anymore as I seem to have a large splinter of wood jammed into my right eye. <laughs> also, I feel heavily concussed and I think I'm about to pass out. It's awfully rotten luck, chaps. Not at all, remarked Timmy Stoke. We'll just have to play a new game, that's all. Let's play surgery. You can be the patient, Winks, and I will be the surgeon. And this broken bottle can be my scalpel. (laughs) I want to be the surgeon, whined Fernando T-Bone Stoat. And I can use this long, rusty trowel for my scalpel. And both Stoat brothers lunged at Winks' right eye with their pretend surgical instruments. You boys are my best friends, said Wings, and the last thing he remembered before passing out was a burst of red agony and a weird scraping sensation against the bottom part of his brain. When he woke up, he was lying in a hospital room in Woodlands Memorial Hospital with a large eye patch over his right eye. In the bed on his right was a tiny wheezing mouse called Happy. 
Happy was lying on a cushion in the middle of the bed with an enormous tube coming out of his little quivering nose. On Winx's right, there was a small horse called Arnold who had a broken leg. Winx turned to Happy, the little mouse, and said gaily, Hello there, my name is Winx. I am an injured ferret. Hello, said Happy, the tiny mouse. But before he could say anything else, he started coughing up blood and had to be sedated by the nurse, who was a walrus. Undaunted and shot full of morphine, Winx turned to Arnold the horse and said, Hello there, my name is Winx. It looks like you've got a nasty broken leg there. But before Arnold the horse could answer, a jockey ran into the room, pulled a screen around him and blew his head off with a shotgun. (laughs) Wow, thought Winx. Hospitals certainly are busy places. The next morning, Winx was looking at himself in the mirror. He liked the way his new eye patch made him look all tough and butch. I wish I was a pirate, said Winx to Happy, the little wheezing mouse. Please kill me, (laughs) sighed Happy weakly before exploding into a racking coughing fit that cracked two of his tiny ribs. Just then a colourful parrot flew into the room and landed on Winx's bed. Hey there, Winx! He screeched in the kind of loud, annoying voice that you suspect parrots would have. Word around the hospital is that you wish you were a pirate. Well, I am here to grant your wish. <laughs> Winks smiled so wide that his lips actually touched his ears. Lovely jubbly, he ejaculated. Are you a wonderful wish parrot who is going to sit on my shoulder and squawk and tell me about doubloons and pieces of eight and make me look all piratey? No squawked the parrot. I am the hospital's chief surgeon. I didn't spend eight years in Woodland Surgical School learning how to hold a scalpel in my little beak just to sit on someone's shoulder and be a parrot cliche. I am going to saw your leg off. Then you'll be more like a pirate. Oh, (laughs) said Winks and lay back in his bed. Why will nobody kill me? (laughs) Wheezed Happy the Little Mouse as Nurse Walrus blew halitosis-laced air back into his collapsing lungs. Wink suddenly woke up and it was morning and Mother Ferret was standing over his bed. Oh, Mummy, said Winks. I had the most awful nightmare. I dreamt I was in the hospital and a mean old parrot was going to cut my leg off. That wasn't a dream, said Mother Ferret soothingly, and Winks reached under the covers and got a splinter where his right knee should have been. Where's my leg? he asked politely. We're eating it for dinner tonight, said Mother Ferret brightly. Times are tough. <laughs> Jeepers, thought Winks. What a predicament. He hobbled uselessly onto his front porch, and there were all the animals he went to school with. There were the Stoke Brothers. And Henry, the wacky herring. And Molly, the dyslexic chicken. And Albert, the incontinent wombat. And all the other little boys and girls from his class. Winks was moved. I am moved, he said, movingly. (laughs) Did you all come round to wish me get well soon and sing songs and cheer me up? No, said Irene, the albino camel, who had been voted their unofficial spokesperson. We're playing a game of football this afternoon and we need you to be the goalpost. (laughs) Winks beamed with joy. He had never felt so popular. The end. So very quickly, Mm. I have a website to share with everybody. (gasps) Chris's website. It's your birthday, right? You've got a birthday. Everyone's got a birthday. Yeah. How can you not have a birthday except for that? 
fucking kid who wrote a note on James's door. He doesn't have a birthday yet, or he didn't at that time. He just still hasn't some sort of birthday. So we had a day of birth. There is a website you can go to to find out what happened on your birthday because obviously you were just born at that point and unable. You weren't paying attention. You couldn't read the newspaper. Yeah. At that juncture. Sure. You might have been able to watch Channel 7 News, but who would? You wouldn't have known any of the celebrities that they were talking about. You had no frame of reference. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so there is a website where you can go and have a check of okay. what was going on on your birthday. And what is that website it's called? called? www.mybirthdayfacts.com And do you have some birthday facts to share with I do us? have some birthday facts. Who would want? Who wants their birthday facts? Me. Okay. I'm going to start with James. James is on James's birthday. To be fair, I mean, you asked who wanted to go first and I said me. And indeed. And then you made it sound like it was your decision to go first. Yeah. Well, Which is it? In a way it was. Let's start with James. Sure. sure. The number one pop song when James was born mm. was The Rhinestone Cowboy by Glenn Campbell. Which seems appropriate. Very appropriate. James yeah. often wears rhinestones. And is a cowboy. And is a cowboy. <laughs> the number one movie was Jaws. And James has a jaw. <laughs> quite, a, quite a prominent one. <laughs> he happily uh, shares a birthday with Australian author Andy Griffiths. Yes. Ah, quite like Andy Griffiths. Yeah. His bum went psycho. It did. And Red Foo. The oh. weird, the what? weird dickhead. <laughs> yeah, weird dickhead. I don't know who that is. Uh, he was like a judge on Australia. Yeah, he was from that awful something. thing that LMA. Stop! Stop! Uh, I don't care. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and Charlie Sheen. Really? Yeah. Me and the me and the Sheenmeister. Sheen. Yep. How about you, Mark Woodward? How about me, Chris? I'll tell you what happened on your birthday. <laughs> All right. The number one pop song was Physical. By Olivia Newton-John. Okay. (laughs) Look, catchy song. You happily share a birthday with such celebrities as Dick Van Dyke, (laughs) Christopher Plummer, Steve Buscemi. (laughs) Nice. Taylor Swift. Nice. And Taylor Swift and and Steve Buscemi the same age. I know. (laughs) Yeah. A birthday. Could could be sisters. Date. And Anthony Kalia. Ah, uh-huh. he was the short one off um, yeah. the Australian Idol. He was the short Australian Idol guy. Can I throw in an interesting birthday fact? Um, the, the day uh, Mark was born, uh, uh, Chris turned 30. <laughs> <laughs> Sheep shots. <laughs> Happy birthday. Anyway, on my birthday, mm-hmm. uh, I learned possibly the most disturbing information you can learn about your birthday. On my birthday, the number one pop song was The Candyman by Sammy Davis Jr. That's cool. That's fine. Oh, that's 60s. <laughs> it's not the 60s. Uh, if you say so. On my birthday in 1994, Vancouver Stanley Cup riot led to 200 arrests and injuries. In, nice. On my birthday in 2002, an asteroid missed the Earth by 120,000 kilometres, which is closer then the moon was that your was that your birthday wish that it would yeah, miss? It clearly <laughs> blew out in your 2000 I wish an asteroid wouldn't hit this. I wish yeah. I, I wish on that start I get, it's pretty close 2014 <laughs> a Ukrainian military aircraft was shot down killing 49 people Bummer. Right. I share my birthday with boy George <laughs> I like boy George peas, I'm okay with boy George peas in a pod yeah. you both like music Iron Man Grant Kenny <laughs> Yeah, okay. 
Lesser Iron Man, for sure. Revolutionary Che Guevara. Oh, that's nice. cool. That's that's cool. That's cool. Get, that's you, cool. get you talking to some yeah. first years. Yeah. Shay's a little younger, but... And <laughs> current, as at the recording of this podcast, mm. President of the United oh, States no. of America... Donald Trump. Wow. 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 You and Can the Trump. you have your age changed <laughs> by deed poll? You and the Trumpster. <laughs> Holy crap. That was <laughs> the most depressing news that I've had in a long time. Can I, can I say, um, yeah. uh, in seriousness now, um, yes. when you were having childhood birthdays in the 80s, yes. Um, imagine the coke fueled rampages that Donald Trump was having on the same <laughs> oh, day. <yeah>. <laughs> Yes, I can imagine. Ouch. Um, that's a good website. Well done. Good website. Nice. I will actually go and check that one out, I reckon. Um, hey, I don't think uh, an episode of this series of Theatre of the World uh, would be complete without what I consider to be my favourite segment of all time. Oh, no. Which is, of I course... I'd gotten away with it. <laughs> I thought I'd gotten away with Felt it. Felt like an entire episode. James tells Mark about his poo. I think it's nice that we're finishing on this. Let's <laughs> sing the theme song. James does different kinds of poos, and every week he's going to choose to tell Mark, who's reticent, about his poo and what it meant. Mark will sigh and be disgusted with James and his bottom custard, but Mark will remain unflustered. Let's talk poo, you crazy bastard. Birthday edition. <laughs> Whether the segment's a hit or not, that uh, theme the song theme is song great. Is, the theme song is good. That's I do all I've have to give you the theme all right. song. So look, it's a real quick one because, you know, it's our birthday edition. I'll, I'll, I'll go easy on you. But I thought, you know, what's a good feeling? Let me tell you a good feeling. Think about when you do a poo at work. Because it's a little at first, it's a little bit confronting because you're like, okay, it's kind of a public toilet. You know, uh, what if workmates w- walk in and you're in the stall? Are you going to make embarrassing noises, make embarrassing smells? Do you clench? Do you hold it in? Do you just let her fly and ah, oh, fuck the consequences? Is that the boss? I want him to hear me shit. I don't know. But the best part about pooing at work, the thing that I always, the two things that I think about when I have a poo at work. One, I think about Mark. Yeah, and. Me being able to tell him this. Right. And two, I think, and it always relaxes me, and, and I have always have a good poo at work, because I think, oh, they're paying me for this. Yeah, yeah. I am, Someone else is done. I am pooing on the company time. <laughs> and if that isn't the greatest birthday feeling of all time, I don't know what is. Yeah, it's true. That is profitable pooing, yeah, my right. friend. Thoughts, Mark? Yeah, I mean, Yeah. Can't argue with that. And that's James tells Mark about his poo. <laughs> Do you know uh, dovetailing out of that story? Oh, good. I worked in a uh, in a in a business uh, that I've told many stories about before. But I worked in a business where there came a time where they sent an email to all employees saying no pooing at work. You're no, fucking no you, you can't do that. That's human rights. There was uh, there was uh, there were some incidents around. I think some people were spending a little bit too much time in the uh, in the toilet, and also a little bit of an incident around bl- pipes getting blocked with toilet paper. And they went, you know what? Best best uh, solution to this is. No pooing at work. That's the best solution. That's, <laughs> I, I, I can tell you that that is, I'm pretty sure, utterly illegal. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it is. But amazing. 
Wow. So how did productivity go when everyone was blocked and oh, fidgety? Everybody's walking around looking awkward the whole day, very oh grumpy. God. Oh, do you think they said it's done? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's done. <laughs> everybody's going home early. Yep. Yep. Wow. No pooing at work. Yep. What a highlight for your lead. Mm. We done? Yeah. Oh, done? Yeah, can, yeah, we're finishing on that. Place to end. I cannot think of a better place to end our 50th episode of Theatre of the World, our fifth year in the podcasting business. Whoa. And by business, I mean we're starving to death. Yeah, that's true. Hey, feed us with your love. Um, go to um, iTunes right now and give us a five-star review. Um, uh, uh, now more than ever, as a birthday wish for us, it would be a lovely thing to do. Love tell it. your friends. Um, just tell your friends about the podcast any way you like. You can post about us on Twitter, our hand is at TOTW Podcast, um, Facebook Theatre of the World. Um, you know, just, just get people listening to the show because if you like the show, this is what's going to ensure that we keep doing the show. And we love doing the show. On the 50th episode, we should say thank you so much to everyone who has listened, who writes us stuff, who does promote us, who, who gets out there and, and waves the Theatre of the World flag. We do uh, appreciate it. So um, from our sinking birthday cake and until next, our voices uh, find their way into your holes. I'm James. <laughs> Mark. And I'm Chris. I can't think of a better way to end than on the poo stories. Bye. Find episodes and more at theatreoftheworld.com. Why did you breathe in as I was breathing? He's, he's, he's going <laughs> to I'm I know. saying the first thing. I'm, I'm just you don't say, say, you don't talk for a while. Thing. You don't talk you don't for a while. I'm preparing. You don't have to breathe I'm for preparing. half an hour. <laughs> In fact, I suggest you don't. <laughs> I'm preparing. An actor prepares. He's an actor now. I blame myself. This is Man Bites God. This is...